0: Hello, everybody. It is Friday. We made it. It's the end of the week. It's the 25th of June and uh, episode two of Gaslighting the Warfighter with Rosie Torres and me. How's it going, guys?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Going well, Tim. Thanks for
0: So uh, so this is a second episode and Mm -hmm. uh, welcome back. Um, A lot of things have happened in in the last few days. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's very exciting. We're going to talk about today. Um, But uh, for those that are just tuning in, Rosie, what is Gaslighting the Warfighter?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, gaslighting, as we know, is a, like a psychological manipulation uh, that's used towards an individual to try to kind of destabilize uh, the, the belief that um, oh, whatever the issue is, right? And for sure. us, it's been uh, the, the illness, the, the delay-deny tactic, um, and so really sort of like the government Uh, trying to convince these uh, war fighters that, you know, the illnesses are not real or, or all these things that they're facing, you know, all of these uh, horrible, um, these horrible issues that they've come back to uh, endure. Uh, So we're just here to, you know, uncover the truth and and tell the truth and, and stop with the BS, you know.
0: I'll tell you that, uh, you know, I've had that exact relationship with the VA my entire <laughs> my entire post-service <laughs> relationship. And I would imagine that everybody else out there has very similar uh, experiences as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so this show really came out of the idea of, you know, uh, toxic exposure, burn mm-hmm, pits, mm-hmm. and uh, how it's affecting our community of warfighters, uh, most specifically the Global War on Terrorism veterans, uh, that is a community of about 3.5 million. And, right. uh you know, with the legislation that is going up on Capitol Hill uh, to reform a lot of uh, what is going on with the VA, who's frankly just unsuited for the needs of the the global war on terrorism veterans, um, you know this would uh, allow and you know really open the doors for veterans that are suffering from these types of illnesses, which you know we've identified through the Warfighter Bill, um, you know sponsored by Gillenbrand, 24 different uh, cancers.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- thank you for the platform. I mean, it's it's really. You've opened up this whole um, world uh, for, for the warfighter and their survivors to be able to tell their side yeah. and tell their journey and share that journey with the world to help them understand, like, w- what are these things they're battling? And um, and I, I think they have felt silence for so long. I know for our family, it's been, you know, that, that whole issue of gaslighting where you start to question yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, is it us? I'm, am I really sick, right? It's all those things. So, so thank you for giving that platform to, to the veteran community and their families to be able to, to learn and educate and then and receive the, uh, the tools they need to navigate their lives from here on forward.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, that's really what Grunstile is here to do, right? Yeah. We built this incredible platform uh, and you know, using it for the powers of good, right? Mm-hmm. How can we influence and change uh, the things that are happening within our community to provide a better life? And, uh, you know, I think it's personal for me in many respects, uh, with the, having lost my CO, my exo, my best friend, uh, yeah. all to you know, cancers that are listed there. And from the burn pits that we were exposed to, uh, you know, there's many people within my battalion. Right. So this is very near to me. And it's a, it's an important uh, subject. That I think, you know, uh, it's uh, that every veteran that has served in the last 20 years should be aware of and, you know, really reaching out to their, their representatives to make something happen. So. You know, I think that uh, this platform is absolutely great and we're going to get that education out there as best as we can. And it's up to you guys at home. You know, make sure you share this uh, this content out because there's a lot of great information here that is, you know, may affect somebody that you know, may affect a, a loved one. And, you know, really, you know, we're just trying to get uh, this legislation passed. And, you know, as it appears, you know, there's a, a very good potential that we can have something passed by uh, Veterans Day of this year.
1: Yeah, that's the hope. Which is fantastic.
0: So you know, uh, relief is on the way. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs>
1: help is help is here.
0: That's right. That's right. The the, the infantry have arrived. Yeah. Um, so uh, with that being said, I want to introduce uh, a great friend of uh, of Rosie's, uh, become a, a good friend of mine as well, uh, John Field, Army veteran. Uh, you guys may know him as the founder of the Feel Good Foundation. And is largely responsible for the passage of the 9/11 victims uh, compensation bill, mm-hmm. and uh, he's partnered with John Stewart over the years to to really elevate this uh, platform uh, for these uh, individuals that are suffering, um, and has been generous enough uh, to lend his playbook to you know, how those how they accomplish those successes uh, in Congress uh, to to what you guys are doing uh, on Capitol Hill these days uh, with the toxic exposure. So, uh, he's been an incredible advocate for the veteran community. And I want to introduce uh, our friend, John feel welcome to the show, my friend.
2: Hey, Tim. Hey Rosie. Thanks for having me. And, um, the infantry is here.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. You want, uh, you want to know somebody that is the the most fiercest individual I've seen walking the halls of Congress. (laughs) It is John feel.
2: (laughs) Well now, you know, uh, that's humbling. And I thank you for that, but you know, you know, Tim, um, Um, I, um, I walk in the shadows, of Rosie and Leroy Torres and the thousands that are sick. And, you know, you know, take 9-11 out of the equation, take burn pits out of the equation. There's a lot of people across our great nation that have an issue that they believe in. And, um, many of them, um, are turned away really quick or they don't have the energy to follow through with that cause. And it's a shame because, you know, they don't realize that they can go to their state capital, their, um, the capital of the united states in dc and they can make a difference if they just if they put the effort in like a rosie torres or a john yeah. Fierce, and you can really help tens of thousands of people that suffer in the from the cause that you believe in and you, you you have to have the mindset that congress the senate your legislators back home they work for us and um uh, until the american people have that mindset they're not going to get anything done
0: yeah yeah, that's a great point. You know, we live in one of the very few countries that you can redress your grievances against the government in a, in a petition format, and, you know, uh, it's not, you know, we, we've done some incredible things over the years, right? We've, we've righted yeah, know, a lot of wrongs.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, Tim, today's payday for me, and, um, you know, my taxes are going to Washington, D.C. to make sure some 60-year-old lazy, pale, pasty <laughs> person puts their white ass in the seat that I paid for so if, if I believe in a cause, then they should be getting, you know, involved in helping us, you know, we're going to get a bill passed and it's taken a village just like with all of the nine 11 bills that we passed over the last 15 years, um, Rosie and Leroy and the tens of thousands of veterans who were affected by burn pits, they will have a piece of legislation. And, um, I take no joy in that. I mean, I'll be happy for everybody, but personally, you can interview me, today. gets passed, and this is the way I'll be talking to you in the same uh, tone. Because uh, too many people uh, suffered. Too many people waited to get this help. And, uh, you know, yesterday's hearing, um, we predicted that. We knew what would happen. It was a straight up and down. Uh, everybody voted on their party line. And that's, that's disturbing. Yeah. Um, yeah. For those who come up with excuses like, let's wait 90 more days... Let's give the VA another chance to do more studies. That's from the playbook of 101 of stall, delay, and hope more people get sick and die. Right. That's, yeah, 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 you know, we cannot continue to use 9-11 or Veterans Day as political speaking points uh, for the constituents to say thank you for caring when your body of work doesn't match the words that you're spewing out or tweeting and people need to hold people's feet to the fire. And, you know, when Rosie came to me and John two years ago, I saw me 17 years ago and I didn't have the feel good foundation to help John feel. I had to learn and I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. And, um, from where we were two years ago to watch Rosie evolve, um, it's it, it, it You know, I have a, I've a had a front row seat to all of this. And while I'm involved and I'm doing what I can to help Rosie and Leroy and Burn Pit 360 and everybody else, I've seen this uh, tenacious uh, mother and wife um, uh, literally carry this issue on her shoulders. And um, uh, there's not enough uh, Rosie Torres in this country.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. My wife and I, and I shared this with Rosie before, and we, we look at uh, Rosie as you know, that Rosie the Riveter of, of the 40s, right, that uh, has taken on the burdens of the country and uh, is is going to grind it through to make it work. And uh, absolutely incredible incredible person and someone I'm proud to, to be on the, this path with. <laughs> uh, but you mentioned something I, I think that we uh, really want to, we've got a bunch of questions for you, but, you know, going back to what you mentioned about the, uh, the bill coming out of committee yesterday, I think it's pretty important that we just touch on that for a little bit. So Representative Ruiz, Uh, you know, has been working on this project from the uh, the House side. And, you know, really the idea has been, you know, we want to get as many of the cancers that have been identified, and we believe there's 24 of those, um, to be attached into the Honoring Our Pact uh, bill that is... Uh, the, probably the most favorable bills that are on the floor right now that you know will have the greatest impact in our community um could you what could you just lend a little bit of of, of uh, some of the you know the basics for everybody out there what does that really mean for for the progress of the bill and what milestone did we just achieve
2: yeah well I don't I don't recall any uh, bill over the last decade uh, coming out of a committee like this so um, and again kudos to Rosie because um, it's Rosie that spearheaded this You know, back in 2010, when we got our bill passed the first time, we had no cancers added. And then a year later, we got four cancers added. Now we have 68 cancers added under our 9-11 bill. Because science finally caught up to us and gave us validity. Mm -hmm. So when the opposition now says there's no science, um, that's disingenuous. Because the science is there. The 9-11 is the model for this bill that we're fighting for now. So even the AMA and the VA who they use, theirs is inconclusive. They've already admitted that publicly. The science is there. So let me break it down, because if you don't have a PhD and you didn't go to medical school and you couldn't afford to go to college, this is simple stuff. Jet fuel causes cancer. Burnt carcinogens cause cancer. When you eat there, sleep there, cry there, go to the bathroom there, do other stuff there, play army there, 24-7, the absorption through the nose, mouth, and skin of these toxins makes you sick. Then you die. The science is there. If you took each toxin that was in the air from 9-11 or from those burn pits, individually put it in a bottle, you'd have a skull with crossbones that say harmful or swallowed, consult a physician. It's this is. I'm trying to break this down so people understand that this is common sense. Science doesn't lie. People's opinions um, get embellished, but science doesn't lie. Math doesn't lie. And these men and women who protect us 24-7 were exposed to those toxins. And now many of them are sick and many have died. Mm-hmm. And That's why we're involved and that's why we're passionate about this. You know, when Rosie came in Access for Health, I could have said no. But then that would make me a hypocrite because I just spent the last 15 years of my life fighting for people affected by toxins. So why not go another couple more years? And if somebody else comes up with another issue after this, then, you know, um, I figure I'm going to live to about 140. <laughs> <laughs> so I have bills left in me.
0: You certainly have the tenacity.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when, you know, Tim, I'm the easiest going guy I'm, in my mind. I'm the most generous person I know. But when I see people in position of power to help, that have the ability to help and they don't help, um, something just clicks and I become a totally different person. And um, it pains me to see those who protect us from harm's way um, be lied to like that, to be discarded so quickly, to come home And get 10 minutes of glory from, you know, their members of Congress or the Senate in their their towns and then left to die. It's just it's just not my norm. It's just something I cannot wrap my arms around, nor will I accept, nor will I tolerate.
0: Absolutely. Let me ask you this question. uh, This question. Why are there so many different bills? Like, uh, when we first got yeah. onto this pass, there, there was only yeah. two. Now there's 17, 20. You know, uh, who even knows what the number is? Yeah. Um, you know, what, what, what are some your opinions on that?
2: Remember back in high school when you had a party <laughs> and you invited everybody but only two people showed up? Right. And then the following week you had another party, but you got the really hot girl from the school, to show up <laughs> and then everybody wanted to come to your party. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um Washington D's territorial. They're egotistical. And Washington DC in Congress is a two year cycle. A lot of people will jump on bills to further their career. And let's not kid ourselves. A member of Congress or the Senate is only as good as their staffs. Right. And a lot of them are in battle swing battle states and swing states and you know, they have tough elections coming up and it's easy to wrap your arm around something that's military because it's still one of the uh, uh, few entities that remain intact that haven't been tarnished. And, um, you know, so somebody sees a, a bill, then they're like, well, why don't I just make my own bill like that and get a credit for it? So, They're not stupid. They're just lazy. So now they introduce bills knowing that all of these bills were going to get combined. So while our bill is coming out of committee, there's like a line or a sentence or a word that might say it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's in someone else's bill that when this does get done, they can all pat each other on the back. Meanwhile, they had absolutely nothing to do with it, but they're going to take credit for it because they love the longevity of doing nothing. You know. Congress and the Senate is uh they promised to fix yesterday's problems today maybe tomorrow
0: yeah yeah right? yeah absolutely
2: and, <laughs> and that's what that's what we're happening right now and that, that was evident yesterday you know um, ranking member Bose who supported the 9/11 bill but yesterday I was disappointed in his leadership and his direction when knowing that the science is there when knowing even in his own statement at the end, said that the VA has had time, but let's give them more time. That was wrong of him because if people listen to what these members say, a lot of times they contradict each other. Mm -hmm. But we can't continue to kick the can down the road, and that's probably the number one cliche they use in D.C. all the time. Oh, they move the goalposts. Oh, they kick the can down the road. No, people are fucking dying because you're lazy, and that's disgusting and repulsive.
0: Yeah, and we're better than that um speaking well, of
2: are we are we better than that because we vote them in yeah. and we allow them to do that to us and yeah, you know very, you know, let's not point. kid ourselves we're as good as what we know and the information that's in front of us that we can digest and we can handle and if if more people knew that our service members were being poisoned and lied to then um more people would get involved, and this would have been done a long time ago.
0: Right, well, you're absolutely right. And speaking but, of people in positions of power, you know, where do where do all the uh, veteran service organizations fall in line on on these issues? Uh, you know, I see, you know, from my position, I see that they're kind of scattered all over the place, and you know, they all have their their yeah. areas of of positioning. But uh, you know, you've been in deeper of it. Which where, where do you see how that is all coming together?
2: I'll give you a perfect example. Um, Burn Pit 360s is Burn Pit 360 because of Burn Pits, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what Rosie does. The Feel Good Foundation is because of 9-11. That's what we do. But the VSOs have other things, other agendas, right? Because they're handling other military issues. So I can't fault them for not spending 24-7 on Burn Pits like Rosie and now John and John or whatever. But the leadership of the VSO needs to do a better job in communicating with their membership. Mm -hmm. They need to do a better job in bringing their membership into the arena and getting them involved. Because the more people that get involved, the faster this gets done. The more, you know, the 8th district in Ohio or the 12th district in Oklahoma or the 15th district in California, you break it down, there's probably 20, 30, 40, 50,000 active or retired military veterans, you get those people involved showing up congressional offices, it makes a difference. It -hmm. makes a difference. And, you know, I understand that the VSOs have to worry about, you know, A through Z on all of these issues that pertain to the military, but this should be the number one issue right now. This is the Agent Orange of today. And you saw with those men and women from uh, Vietnam went through, that are still going through Mm. and they haven't even learned their mistake from that. You know, we keep repeating our mistakes as a nation, but yet we're, you know, um, we can spend a bazillion dollars training these men and women to protect us and to kill the enemy, but we don't have the money to take care of them when they come home burnt from the inside out or have post-traumatic with 22 people on average a day of killing themselves we fail as human beings when we can't take care of that small percentage of americans who have bigger abe lincoln's than 98 percent of the rest of the country
0: yeah yeah absolutely and you know i think the the, the one vso group that uh, i admire and has been consistent through the entire thing has been the vietnam veterans association right mm-hmm. um and i think because you know to your point they experienced the entire thing with agent orange and they're seeing this entire thing happen again with this with this generation of warfighters. Um, and you know I, I commend them a lot and I think that they're they're leading the way in many respects of uh, the VSOs to look up to. It's,
2: it's going to it, it, it's take all the VSOs.
0: Yeah?
2: All the ones that were established years ago, the new ones, the ones that were post-9-11. Um, it's going to take all the advocates. It's going to take everybody's membership. And it's going to take Congress to find their moral compass and the Senate. Um, listen, we already know that uh, the Pr- White House is going to get behind this. Um, this is something that uh, President Biden is personally affected by. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything's possible in D.C. that can go wrong. Whatever you think can go wrong will go wrong. And this is why, you know, um, uh, the constant emailing, and the text messages, the phone calls, the once in a while trips to D.C. And listen, let's not kid ourselves, Sam if there was no pandemic and there was no insurrection, we'd be in DC and this would have been done by now. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced of that because our guerrilla warfare method of uh, lobbying has been stymied because of a lot of things. <laughs> right. So, but we're still, uh, we had to improvise and we're still making uh headway and we're still being uh, productive. And, um, you know, keep in mind, we always have John Stewart. Right. And um, uh, as much as I think I'm cool, um, <laughs> we have John Stewart. <laughs> and as much as I think I'm funny and witty, we have John Stewart. <laughs> and um, right now, uh, John's busy doing other things. But when John is going to be needed, um, I'll make the phone call and say, yo, let's go. I'll meet you in D.C. or do this interview or say this or do that. And he just reaches another uh, uh, platform for us. And, um, you know, there's going to come a time where we have a piece of legislation that we're all going to have to agree on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And it's not going to be for me or John to say, yes, we accept this. No, we don't. And in my mind, I might have an opinion, but I won't say it publicly. And I'll look to uh, Rosie and I'll say, Rosie, is this good enough for you? You fought for so long. Can you live with this piece of legislation? I don't care what the BSOs say because at the end of the day, our camp can make more noise than them.
0: That's true. That's true. Let me ask you this but, question. I think this is, um, you know, between the both of you. I'd love to hear both of your responses. You know, without presumption, <clears throat> th- does any bill really meet the expectation of what, what we're trying no. to accomplish?
2: No, absolutely not. I mean, you know, that, uh, without presumption, I wouldn't be doing this uh, mm-hmm. because we'd be, uh, we'd be pissing into the wind. Um, you know, our bill's presumptive. If you were down at any of the three terrorist uh, attacks on 9, from 9-11, Shanksville, Ground Zero, the Pentagon, and you got sick, you it's pursu- it's presumed because you were there. And that's that's just common sense. That's just good old, plain old common sense. But for years, and again, our stories parallel each other in the 9-11 community and the Burping
1: mm-hmm. community.
2: They told me, 15, 16, 17 years ago, we weren't sick. We were making it up. And I told everybody people were sick and dying and they told me I was crazy. I was a loose cannon. I was, uh, you know, cuckoo, and Cocoa Puffs and yada, yada, yada. And there you go. Science caught up to this guy with a high school education.
0: <laughs> it's amazing, right? <laughs> uh, well, I got one final question for you, uh, John, before, uh, we have to move on to some other things here, but, um, I would, I would ask you this question. You know, how can, how can people that are watching this right now or in the, uh, watching in the future, how can they get involved? What, what should they be doing to get this message out further? How should they be interacting with the representatives? You know, what are some, what are some crumbs of advice that you can uh, shake out for, for the community to get them involved?
2: I mean, you know, if, in the perfect world, we could all go to D.C., And in the perfect world, we can all go into the buildings and have productive meetings because it's more intimate than being on Zoom and doing a meeting. That's the perfect world. But now making phone calls and emails to their elected officials saying to support this piece of this life saving piece of legislation. Um, You know, um, I think it was uh, the IABA yesterday put out a link. Um, that if you guys shared that is having every member uh, uh, anybody who's watching this can go on that link type in their zip code they'll find their member of Congress and tell them to su- support this bill we did that with our 9-11 bill and it worked um, you know here's the thing every zip code in the United States has an act of a retired veteran and getting more people involved you know Congress has two years they're paranoid by nature Keeping the pressure on them makes them usually do the right thing. The Senate has six years. They think they can outweigh everybody and say, ah, they're not going to be here in six years. We proved them wrong. Been here 17 years now. So um, I got more time on the Hill than most members of Congress in the Senate. And we're here for the long haul with Rosie and Leroy and the tens of thousands of soldiers that, that, that protected me while I was going to D.C. and kicking the snot out of the Senate and the Congress. So I'm repaying. You know, Tim, we got a bad habit as a nation and it's not done maliciously and it's not done evil with uh, evil intent. But we always say when we see somebody coming home in, in the airport in a uniform, we say, thank you for your service. I mean, it's the right thing to do. That's where I would program. Mm-hmm. But we should take it a step further. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your sacrifice. What can I do to help you? Right. What can I do to help your transition back into society? Mm-hmm. What can I do to ensure that you and your family will have a roof over your head and the proper health care from you being lied to and affected by toxins or you losing a limb or you having a head injury from an IED? What can I personally do to get involved to help you? Please let me know. And if everybody had that attitude, we can actually put the greatest fucking nation in the world. That's
0: right. That's right. Well, John, I mean, yeah, I, I am a big fan of your wisdom and, and your, uh, advocacy. Um, you know, it, it is very apparent that you're an incredible patriot, uh, incredible veteran, and you're an incredible asset of this nation and the things that you do for, for all Americans. And, um, you know, uh, I can't, I, I'm just proud to, to, to share space with you, share time with you and uh, be on this path with you uh, and, and as well with Rosie. Uh, and I appreciate your time today and thank you for the education. Um, and you know, I think there's some great things in there for our audience to, to latch onto and, and really, you know, go to work, get out there and thank, make some noise.
2: Thank you for having me. And you know, I look forward to the day where, um, I get to shake Rosie's hand and say, thank you for uh, allowing me to do this. with him.
1: Thank you, John. <laughs> it means so much.
0: Well, thank you very much, John. And uh, You guys have a great day. For everybody out there, make sure you check out uh, John Fuel Foundation. Uh, you can go to their website. They've got an incredible uh, resource management um, uh, tool there, so it gets you everything you need to know in regards to getting up to speed on the, anything. If you're not familiar with the 9-11 Victims Commission uh, conversation, um, so you can get uh, anything there, and then uh, we'll, see, we'll see you around, John. Bye,
2: guys. See you soon.
1: Thanks, my friend
0: man I love John <clears throat> Me too <laughs> He gets yeah. things rolled up Yeah I mean his his passion it, it just bleeds and, and permeates through uh, everything yeah. that he's he's touching and you know it couldn't be a better advocate for uh, what we're trying to get accomplished.
1: Yeah, everyone gets nervous when he shows up in Washington. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he does know that place like the back of his head. Like oh, yeah. He's handing out maps, everybody's like, you're yeah, to need this, just follow me. But it's good to that's know. right, that's right. Good to know. So uh, you know, moving on, you know, one of the things that we are really proud about, and I uh, wanted to give you an opportunity to you know, really talk yeah. about that with, um, with the community is the, the Warrior Hope Network. Yeah. And uh, some of the incredible things that are happening down in Arizona yeah. Um, you know, I've been I've been following the email chains and, and, and talking with Will and you know, the incredible stuff. I've been bragging to the people in my network of, of the things that are going on. But uh, you know, please share with everybody at home uh, what the what the Warrior Hope Network is.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, Tim, there's, um, you know, we, we have this registry of people that, that continue to register and self-report their data, their illnesses, and many times for the families, their deaths. Um, and although it's been an honor to walk alongside these uh, heroes and their families um, in in Washington, pushing for uh, historic life-changing legislation. Um, We've, since then we've met just such amazing uh, healthcare providers, researchers, clinicians, uh, they're out there doing great things and helping those people heal, right? So not just uh, providing education, but actual treatment, right? So Dr. Hendricks out there in um, Arizona uh, uh, from the organization, she she runs a nonprofit called Healing Arizona uh, Veterans, and um, where they pr- facilitate uh, different healthcare modalities mm-hmm. like uh, oxygen hyperbaric chamber treatments, um, chelation, uh, IV therapy, uh, detox, right? Uh, and you've seen uh, the success stories coming from that, so. Our mission is to create a network of all of those providers all mm-hmm. over the United States, and uh, and and hopefully have them uh, replicate her protocol so that we can begin treating these veterans now, as opposed to waiting on the VA to decide uh, when they'll develop some specialized healthcare model. Right, uh, that's not going to happen anytime in the near future. So uh, we're just taking. The, the funding that's coming in, beginning with what you all helped us uh, kick off with that amazing donation y'all gave. And so what we decided is, you know, let's get some veterans to Arizona. Um, let's uh, rent a house so that they can have somewhere to live and be comfortable during their treatment. And this treatment isn't like a two-week treatment, right? right? This is uh, sometimes three months, sometimes six months, depending on the uh, level of toxicity the individual has has uh, undergone so, um, or has been exposed to. So it's it's, it's been such an honor to, to to go through that process with these uh, amazing veterans that, you know, we talk to daily and are sort of going through the whole program with them, right? Yeah. Um, but it's been a blessing because uh, so many people have come into play to really pitch in their resources and time, like I said, if it hadn't been for, for you guys here at Grunstall, you know, that opportunity wouldn't have even been an option. Uh, where we would be able you know, one of the guys was saying, like, I'll, I'll stay in a tent if I have to. I just don't want to die. Right. Right. So um, we, we, the beauty of this program and, and what Dr. Hendricks is doing over in Arizona is that they do like a pre and post MRI lab work to check for toxicity, to check for uh, the damage of, of the brain and, and different parts of the body, and then post so after they're done with their treatment, they're seeing improvement, right? right? So uh, it, it's it's for us it's a pilot program that, that we've launched, um, and and we're already hearing uh, back from doctors in different states saying that they're willing to to offer their services. Right. Uh, sometimes free of charge,
0: and it's fascinating. It's yeah. fascinating. um, you know, one of the board members of Burn Pit 360 is in the program right now. Will Wisner. Did you see
1: him?
0: A fantastic, fantastic man. Like I can't tell you, he's one of my most favorite people Me that I've uh, have ever I've have ever encountered. He's one of the, gentleman, gentleman, right? Uh, Army veteran, uh, and you know had had some issues, and you know he's going through the pro- program right now. It uh, looks like a, a a new man, a new man. Like he has shed almost twenty years off of off his body That's in terms right. of like. Aging and you know uh, just the way he you know, he carries himself and, and things of that nature it's like this treatment is working right and, and the brave wave functions uh, that you know revitalizing brave wave functions and, and these things is absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's such a scary thing. Like even for example, um, my husband uh, we know now through a specific testing that he had done uh, as far as his brain is that the toxicity causes. Restriction of blood flow and the vessels in the brain, which many times is why you have these suicidal ideations, or the manic episodes, or the anger, and all of these, you know, uh, symptoms uh, that you begin to notice that is just sort of out of character for you, right? right? And so um, we just talked about it the other day, where he had an episode, and he's like, "This is very scary," right? And I and I don't want to live the rest of my life like this. So him, along with many men and women that I, we know, are experiencing these same things because they were all deployed to where there was this high levels of toxicity, like John mentioned. Yeah. Same thing like with nine eleven. Um, and so you know, our goal is to build that network, uh, which we're doing now. Um, we'll have a page up on our website to explain more to those that are interested in you know receiving care from that program. And then for any clinicians wanting to join our network, so we're sure. excited. Like and it's
0: where, where can they? What website could they go to?
1: So they can go to burnpits360.org. Uh, we're working on a mockup page for that program specifically, uh, but for now they can shoot us an email if they're interested in, in going. Right now we have three veterans in the house, yep. uh, and and that's perfect. And so they'll be transitioning out as they wrap up their treatment and bring three new veterans in.
0: Incredible! Yeah, Incredible. It's amazing. Right. I can't wait to get out there. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be taking a trip through there and, and visiting the facility, and hopefully, hopefully, it's in the uh, same overlap. I can get to see Will. that's a lot of fun. Me too. Um, but you know, uh, you know, the, the through all the work that you're doing, uh, the advocacy, the alternative therapies, um, you know, the, and it's all it all cir- circles and uh, orbits around one person. And mm-hmm. I, I just want to make sure that we it would take a little bit of time to talk about that one person, uh, and that's your husband. Mm -hmm. right Uh, where this all started from and, and where we are today. Um, You know, for those that may not know this, you know, why, why are you, do you do the things that you do?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I worked at the VA for 23 years. I was 19 when I got hired. I was still in high school and, you know, just getting out of high school. Um, And so, um, you know, uh, have worked for and served veterans all my life basically. Um, And uh, when Leroy got back home, you know, he worked as a state trooper, in his civilian job, he did do uh, many years active duty, but then went into DPS and then uh, was deployed as a reservist, right? And then when he got back, um, look, he had a clean bill of health when he left, just like all of you. And then n- never missed a day of work, never any of that. And then just came back uh, and immediately, um, while he was deployed, was quarantined and then came back uh, suffering from uh, headaches, uh, respiratory distress issues, um, just a whole, you know, array of, of different symptoms that he was experiencing. And, and it was so out of, out, of, out of character for him. Like I, we just saw knew something was wrong. But as we began to seek care uh, through the Department of Defense and Department of Veteran Affairs, healthcare facilities, uh, it was all the same message of, uh, there's really nothing we can do. And there really is no proof. Uh, of what you're a- alleging is is the issue. Uh, so met Dr. Miller and then just met a whole online community of, of, of many men and women and their families who were just sort of like, we have nowhere to go.
0: Right.
1: Who's gonna help us? And uh, I met a wonderful survivor by the name of Jill Wilkins who really followed her heart after her husband, Major Kevin Wilkins had died uh, as a result of a glioblastoma. Mm-hmm. He had a headache, went to the hospital, never came home. So it all really was a, a community effort of us saying, well, well, do we just all go home at the end of the day and accept what it is, the gaslighting?
0: Right, right, right.
1: The here's some psych meds, go home and take some Motrin and yeah. whatever. So that was just unacceptable. That's how Pit 360 came to, to be is it was just this whole, you know, a uh, journey of, of sort of like of hell, like that you wouldn't wish on anyone. Yeah. Um, and so these men and women that make up burn Pits 360, these are actually families. These are veterans. Um, uh, many of them are doctors, researchers, uh, attorneys, you know, they all come from a profession, but they're all sick. Right. And so this is why the passion has remained. Um, for many years we had no funding. We funded it out of our pocket. We worked out of our house for years. Right. Um, so we're grateful to our community for, you know, donating the building we're in now and all that. And then just thankful to Grunt Style because because, uh, you know, you all took it up a hundred notches for us. There's so many topics to cover, Tim. There's so much need. You know, if you look at the data in our registry, you'll see that so many people are just so desperate to find answers for many, many yeah. issues. Yeah. Uh, so being able to have a platform where they can learn, listen, and, and take uh, something from this conversation we have uh, is life-saving many times, believe Absolutely. it or
0: not. Absolutely. And uh, you got a lot more people in your corner, Rosie. Um, you're probably wondering what uh, these two gentlemen that are sitting over in the blue room have been doing. <laughs> and uh, you, I'm sure you know who they are. Uh, I'd like to introduce them really quickly. So it's uh, the gentleman of the uh, local establishment here in San Antonio, back unturned. Uh, why don't you come on to show, my friends. I've <laughs> awesome. got a little surprise for you. Awesome. <laughs> Make yourselves comfortable, boys. Hey guys. Pull a mic up close. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh back unturned. Uh local brewery here in San Antonio. Let me get you a little crank there. There we go. There you are. All right. It's gonna be a slow okay. fall. <laughs> Uh, yep, a local brewery here in uh, San Antonio, Texas They have uh, started brewing Grunt Style Beer right. Which has been fantastic If you haven't seen it on our social media Go check that out uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, Back Unturned And uh, what you guys have been doing
3: Yeah, definitely So Back Unturned We've been open about a year and a half uh, Nice to meet you, Rosie
0: Hey, nice to meet you guys uh, Jason This is
3: Jason Nice to meet you He's there with us And he's also a marine vet Awesome so that's, right. He was the first Correct. person I thought of <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> when Tim invited us uh, but we've been open about a year and a half. Back in 2015, um, I came up with the idea to, to do this. And long story short, my wife gave me the blessing and uh, named it back in turn because it's a dream that I didn't turn my back on and I want to inspire others to be right. able to do uh, do the same, you know, you know, for the passions that they've got. And, you know, right. with what you're doing with Burn Pitch 360 and with, yeah. with what Tim does and Grunt Style does. Because to me, you know, at least for me, you know, I've got one life right. here to... Uh, Give it all I got. So if I can help inspire others to do the same and show them it's possible, because I didn't have restaurant experience, I didn't have professional brewing experience, and I barely had any money. So uh, a lot of learning curves there. And then um, ended up through here at Grunt Style because uh, uh, you know Tim and some of the other guys here from Grunt Style would frequent the establishment. So we just got into conversation and came up with the idea of the Grunt Style beer. <laughs> and uh Uh, emailed it to him and he was like oh man you know this is awesome i was like oh okay cool so (laughs) when we did it i you know my uh he's like all right let's do it but you know and it's let's do it to something that like a, a foundation or charity we can benefit and yeah so for me um i you know looking back i wish i had served and i didn't so now it's like what can i do for our service members so in in the people that I can get behind that I, that I trust, then, you know, I'll, I'll pour into it. And, and these are these guys and you guys and, you know, when I've got folks here like Jason that, you know, make, made sacrifices to go overseas and get deployed and just so I, we can be over here and have our freedom. I really, really appreciate that. So that's the gist <laughs> of, the, uh, of that. And uh, so thanks again for having us on the show. Appreciate absolutely, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah,
0: hey, yeah. Uh, Jason, who'd you, who'd you serve with, bro?
3: What's that? I was Supply. Supply. I was a box kicker. All
0: right. Okay. Well, you know, everybody in the Marine Corps is infantry. <laughs> I was on the 15, and um, there's two deployments. So, yeah. Right on. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Well, welcome, uh, welcome to Grunt man. I appreciate
3: it. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys as a community. Absolutely. I'm so glad, like, Ricardo steps in and you guys get in touch and, you know, helping you all out and yeah. doing your part. I, I think it's, it's, it's a great deal. Absolutely. You know, and we want to continue doing that, so...
0: It's fantastic. So, well, as Ricardo had mentioned, you know, what we had done uh, when we partnered on this beer was we wanted to give back to our community Absolutely. in some way, right? And um, you know, we started talking about that, and we were like, well, let uh, you know, because of the situation and, and the things that uh, Brempe's 360 is doing, you know, what do you think about this? Everybody loved it. And um, mm-hmm. we had uh, determined that uh, a portion of those sales would go uh, to the Burnt Pits 360 uh, uh, 501c3. Right. So uh, we invited them here today to you know, share the first. Uh, as I understand it, we have liquidated the first round <laughs> <Right>. of Ghost <laughs> Style beer. It'll be yeah, back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: it'll be back. We'll brew it again. We yeah. did our first batch and it was very successful. And so um, basically, for every beer that we sold, a dollar. Is going towards Burnt Pitch 360. Awesome. Thank and then you. we're going to do it again and we'll keep doing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so, awesome.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I know for the families and the veterans affected, I mean, you know, John mentioned it earlier for some, it's too late, right? The,
2: mm-hmm. the,
1: the time it, it was not on their side. And so mm-hmm. many right. are now gone. But um, we still help those families and we're still here to help any veteran that, that we can. So that's greatly appreciated. Um, Please know that from the bottom of our hearts and everyone over at BurnPitt360, thank you. And know
0: know that the money's going to great things. What they're doing with alternative therapies and uh, uh, wellness down in Mm -hmm. Arizona, you you heard it. It's fantastic. Um, So uh, how much are we talking about uh, (laughs) here, boys? (laughs) So with the first
3: batch, uh, we sold approximately 1,700 beers out of that. So $1,700 check. Awesome. Thank uh, you so much. Going towards Burden Pitch 360. And it's kind of weird because, you know, for me, I'm like, I don't know, is that a lot
0: of money, not a lot of money? <laughs> we're so small that yeah. for
3: us right now it's a lot. But uh, no, eventually, like, I can't wait <clears throat> until we get big enough to where we can cut big checks, you know, Yeah, to where it's like, you know, sponsor what, whatever it may be. So yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, thank you. I mean, I'm telling you, like, every penny counts. To To think we were back in the day, like what you said, you didn't have the money, right? It's like mm-hmm. we all just kind of, Put whatever we could right. that was in our pocket yeah, you just took um, them somewhere. right but yeah. to know that uh these donations are saving lives uh that's really what what means the world to us you know so yeah this is definitely a huge thing so thank you no yeah
3: no for sure yeah appreciate oh, thank you, you, you guys and what you yeah. are doing honestly like that's it's what you guys are doing to be to be honest we're just trying to help contribute
0: Right yeah. awesome. well i can't ask for you better don't. partners here in the San Antonio area, yeah. back unturned, the best brewery in San Antonio, I, I have to say, and we'll uh, the pizza that. is fine as shit. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're ever in the San Antonio area, check them out and uh, make sure you ask for the grunt style beer, uh, gents. I appreciate uh, everything you guys do. You're an incredible uh, asset to this community. Thank you. Uh, everything that you guys do, um, it's all heartfelt, and what you what you do for the community is most important. Uh, that really defines what you are as a person and as a business. And, and that's
3: what uh, we're here for.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so I, I think that's going to be it for us today. Uh, episode two of the Gaslight and the Warfighter. Awesome. Um, so you can check us out in the future. Uh, we're going to be uh, the first and last Thursday of every month. Uh, will be, uh, episode, we'll be we'll episode yeah, Episode three is coming up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see you again all very soon. Hope you guys uh, got a lot of the information out of the, the show. Um, there's a lot of things uh, to cover here and a lot of important things to share with your friends and family that uh, this may affect. So uh, make sure you uh, get this uh, information out and you know, visit back on turn if you're in the San Antonio area. Come by Grunt Style uh, anytime you like. The retail shop is always open. And uh, we'll see you all very soon. And thank you again, Rosie. Thanks, I like, Tim. I, I, your new name, Rosie the Neo Riverder. <laughs> <laughs> I need a shirt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for having us. See you guys next
3: time. Yeah, cheers. Bye-bye. Yeah.